بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم نحمد و نسلی علی رسول الكریم ما بعد باب الكرم والجود والانفاق في وجوه الخير ثقة بالله تعالى قال الله تعالى اعوذ بالله من الشیطان الرجیم وما انفقتم من شیء فهو يخلفه وقال تعالى وما تنفقوا من خیر فلانفسكم وما تنفقون الا ابتغاء وجه الله وما تنفقوا من خير يوفى اليكم وانتم لا تظلمون وقال تعالى وما تنفقوا من خير فان الله به عليم صدق الله العظيم This chapter we touch briefly on it Imam Nawawi rahimahullah has given it the heading the chapter which deals with generosity and magnanimity and spending on a good cause with the reliance upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala as we mentioned Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran nahnu qasamna baynahum ma'ishatahum fil hayat ad-dunya that we have distributed wealth in this world in other words Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made some people wealthy and affluent and on the other hand there are those amongst us who are poor who do not have much wealth or who are in need this distribution in reality has nothing to do with a person's intelligence neither does it have to do with his financial or his, with his financial prowess or his business acumen nor is it a biological accident distribution of wealth in this world is solely and completely in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and Allah says that in that distribution we have made some of you wealthy and we have made some of you poor elsewhere in the Quran Allah Ta'ala says من كان يريد العاجلة عجلنا له فيها ما نشاء لمن نريد ثم جعلنا له جهنم يصلاها مذموما مذحورا Those amongst you who want the wealth of this world and make effort for it and make this dunya their maqsad and their purpose Allah Ta'ala says عجلنا له We will give them wealth But how much wealth? ما نشاء لمن نريد Allah Ta'ala says to the extent that we want to whom we want. In other words, distribution of wealth is solely and completely in the hands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And when it comes to this wealth which Allah has given us, elsewhere in the Quran Allah Ta'ala says, لِنَبْلُوَهُمْ Allah Ta'ala is testing you. Many many places in the Quran we find this concept of ibtila being mentioned. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is testing us. What, what is the test? What, how is this wealth being utilized? Innama amwalukum wa auladukum fitna. Wallahu indahu ajrun azim. Allah ta'ala says, Your children and your wealth are a test from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Will you utilize it to earn your akhirat? Or will you utilize this wealth in such a manner that it becomes a wabal and a curse upon you? وَاللَّهُ عِنْدَهُ أَجْرٌ عَظِيمٌ And by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the great reward or the great remuneration. 
Imam Nawi rahimahullah has brought a few verses of the Qur'an in the introduction of the chapter which is in keeping with his principle throughout the kitab. We find that whilst there are many, many verses in the Qur'an that deal with the manner in which wealth is spent, wealth is acquired, etc. and the importance of spending on good, and the importance of spending wealth in such a manner that we earn our akhirat, etc., the overriding theme in the few verses that Imam Nawi rahimullah has brought is this constant assurance that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us and we find this theme in many many ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Ash-shaytanu ya'idukum al-faqr wa ya'murukum bil-fahsha wallahu ya'idukum maghfiratan minhu wa fadla Shaytan will put this fear in your heart that if you are generous and that if you spend upon others somehow or the other your wealth is going to get less somehow or the other you are going to lose out possibly you are going to become poor possibly you are going to become the target of poverty etc so this Allah Ta'ala says in the Quran shaytan promises you poverty and loss of what you have وَيَأْمُرُكُمْ بِالْفَحْشَاءِ And commands you with lewdness, with shamelessness. وَاللَّهُ يَعِدُكُمْ مَغْفِرَةً مِّنْهُ وَفَضْلًا On the other hand, if you will obey the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promises you forgiveness and Allah ta'ala promises you great reward. So this theme we find throughout the Qur'an as I mentioned. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala promises us that when we spend in good, when we spend in charity, when we are generous, then we have nothing to fear. Why? Because more generous than us is Allah. And the more generous you become, the more Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will recompense you for your generosity. Anfiq yunfaq alayk. Rasulullah sallallahu said, spend and Allah will spend on you. Spend and Allah will spend on you. مَا نَقَسَ مَالُ عَبْدٍ مِّن صَدَقَ Rasulullah said the wealth of no man diminished through spending in sadaqa, spending in charity. So this theme we find in all the three verses of the Qur'an which Imam Nawi rahimahullah has mentioned in the introduction of this chapter. The first of these verses وَمَا أَنْفَقْتُمْ مِّن شَيْءٍ فَهُوَ يُخْلِفُهُ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says and understand Qur'an when Allah introduces this kalam Allah says Zalikal kitab la rayba fi udallil muttaqin this is a book there is no element of doubt in it whatever Allah has said is haq 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 the absolute truth and the, the test upon you and I my respected brothers that not an easy test a hard test is to have the total conviction, particularly when it comes to parting with your wealth. We are facing a situation of crisis. There is a need throughout the entire world. Not only Muslims, humanity is suffering. Allah Ta'ala has blessed many of us with great wealth. Instead of hoarding it, now is the time for us to spend it in the way of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala. Spend it to earn our akhirat. Otherwise, like we'll see in the ahadith that are found in this chapter, if that wealth is not spent, if it is hoarded, if it is kept behind, 
Obviously, what is the motivation? The fear of the loss of it, the fear of poverty, the fear of what is going to happen tomorrow. If you succumb to those type of fears and you hold back on your wealth, then what is the use of that wealth to you? You have neither benefited, nor is it going to become, you have neither benefited in this world, nor is it going to be benefit to you in the hereafter. So coming back to this first verse, like I said, Quran is haq. Allah Ta'ala says, whatever good you spend, whatever good you spend, Allah will replace it. Allah is going to give it back to you. It doesn't have to be physically given back to us in this world. But in this type of verses is the promise that you won't become poor. You won't become knee in need. You spend on the way, in the way of Allah, Allah is going to spend on you. Allah is going to replace it, Allah is going to protect you. And in the hereafter, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to reward you exponentially. Wherever Allah speaks of spending wealth in the Qur'an, when Allah speaks of the return that Allah is going to give you, Allah does not speak of one time giving it back to you. Minimum, man jaabil hasanati falahu ashru amthaliha. Allah says, bring one and we will give you ten. مَنْ ذَا الَّذِي يُقْرِضُ اللَّهَ قَرْضًا حَسَنًا فَيُضَاعِفَهُ لَهُ أَضْعَافًا كَثِيرًا Elsewhere in the Quran, Allah says, give Allah a debt. In other words, the wealth which we gave you, spend it in Allah's cause. In reality, you are giving Allah a debt. Allah has to pay it back to you. Many places Allah has promised you, I'm going to pay it back to you. But I won't pay it back to you one time. فَيُضَاعِفَهُ لَهُ Allah says we will pay it back to you many, many, many times more than you gave it to us. In this world and in the hereafter. The next verse which Imam Nawi brings, as I mentioned, the theme is similar in all the verses he has brought. وَمَا تُنْفِقُوا مِنْ خَيْرٍ فَلِأَنفُسِكُمْ Allah Ta'ala says whatever you spend, ajib. This, is, this verse of the Qur'an is ajib and it is something for us to ponder upon. You ask a man, why are you spending in charity? What is the answer to help that person? I'm spending on the next person. I'm spending for the sake of the next person. What does Quran tell us? وَمَا تُنْفِقُوا مِنْ خَيْرٍ فَلِأَنفُسِكُمْ Whatever you spend in good is for yourself. Whatever you spend, whatever you spend in good, in khair, it is for yourself. In other words, we are going to pay you back. We are, in fact, we are going to remunerate you greatly. It is in your interest. It is in your benefit that you spend. You think, we think we are helping the poor man. We think we are spending for the next person. Quran is telling us you are spending for yourself. Because so much more we will give you that in reality it is for yourself. وَمَا تُنْفِقُوا مِنْ خَيْرٍ فَلِأَنفُسِكُمْ وَمَا تُنْفِقُوا وَمَا تُنْفِقُونَ إِلَّا بِتِغَى وَجْهِ As long as you... Spend it to seek the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whatever you spend in charity, you shall receive it in full and you will not be oppressed. وَمَا تُنْفِقُوا مِنْ خَيْرٍ يُوَفَّ إِلَيْكُمْ وَأَنْتُمْ لَا تُظْلَمُونَ These type of verses, my respected brothers, the haqq of it can never ever be fulfilled through translation. But it is something for us to ponder about. This is an ajeeb verse of the Qur'an. Allah says, whatever you spend, don't think it is for, for the other person's sake. It is for your sake. It is in your interest, it is in your benefit not to hoard that wealth. Spend it in Allah's way. One condition, 
seek Allah's pleasure thereby. Don't worry about having some plaque being put on your name somewhere. Don't worry about people making shabashi to you. Don't worry about that poor person feeling indebted to you. Don't worry about your name being elevated and fame in this world. It is for your sake as long as you will spend it for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It must be only for Allah, for your akhirat, so that Allah ta'ala becomes pleased with you. And as long as that is the motivation behind your spending, Allah says, Yuwaffa ilaykum. We will give it back to you in full. In fact, we will recompense you many, many times more than what you spend. وَهُمْ لَا يُذْلَمُونَ And you will not be oppressed in any way. Like your stuff, one.